Hey, this is John Legadakis of johnlegadakis.com and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of an interview I do each week with other internet marketers, personal development and business leaders where we talk about how we can better promote our products and services online, get more traffic and make more sales. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. Hello and welcome to the podcast, everyone. Thank you so very much for joining me. And I have with us today a very special guest. I have with us Nathan Hirsch, all the way from the US. Thank you so much for joining us, Nathan. John, thanks for having me. Now, let me tell you a bit about Nathan. So Nathan Hirsch is a serial entrepreneur and expert in remote hiring and e-commerce. He's the founder and CEO of FreeUp.com. I'll spell that. That's F-R-Triple-E. UP.com. And by the way, do you pronounce it Nathan FreeUp or is it FreeEup.com? It's just FreeUp. Uh, the third E stands for e commerce. Great. All right. So FreeUp.com. So again, he's the founder and CEO of FreeUp.com and the co founder and CEO of Portlight. Nathan started his e commerce career on the Amazon marketplace and successfully built a $7 million business within four years. After seeing the potential of using remote workers within his first business, he founded FreeUp to make the remote hiring experience simpler for all e-commerce business owners. FreeUp now provides reliable e-commerce workers to hundreds of clients around the world. Nathan is an expert at building efficient systems and processes, sales strategies, and business management. He currently lives in Orlando, Florida. Now, Nathan, before, I mean, that's some awesome achievements you have there. I I definitely want to talk about them. But before we do, I'd like to know who Nathan Hirsch is, the person. So, Nathan, please tell us a bit about yourself, like growing up, where you grew up. Tell us a bit about your childhood and influences and your parents, the influence they had on you and so forth. Tell us all about that. Definitely. So I grew up in Longmeadow, Massachusetts, which is Western Massachusetts. Um, both my parents are teachers. My mom actually started her own kindergarten, so she's an entrepreneur um, just like me. Um, and I learned a lot from her. I saw her build this business from the ground up, um, starting with very little employees, and she actually just retired in the past year, and now she has a huge company. So I grew up with both my parents as teachers. I was never the most athletic or the most or the smartest person in my grade. Um, but I always worked harder than everyone else. And that was really my thing is, yeah, you might have the natural talent, whatever it is, um, but I was going to outwork you. And I think I got a lot of that from my parents. Um, but it was kind of funny with both my parents being teachers, I kind of got this rebellious attitude that I wanted to prove people wrong, that I didn't want to listen to authority, um, which I feel like plays well being an entrepreneur. So as I was growing up and I went through middle school and high school, um, I, I had the opportunity to get a few different jobs and internships. And my, my parents always made me get a job and really pay for everything. Um, and, and I think I learned a lot of great life lessons that way. But one thing I learned from having different jobs and working in retail and having different bosses, some of which you like and you don't like, um, I, I never wanted to work for someone else. And it was a dream. I knew that it was difficult to accomplish. And I saw my mom start a business and I kind of saw the ups and downs. Um, but I also saw the freedom that it allowed um, and the fact that you don't have to listen to other people and you can set your daily schedule and go go on vacation whenever you want and stuff like that. Um, 
so I, that was always a dream of mine. And w when I went to college, I actually majored in entrepreneurial and small business management, which is, I feel like it's really rare to actually go to school for what you're doing. And it was a new course at the time. So when I got into that, I still had an internship at the Firestone Corporation, um, and I was learning a lot from both sides. On the internship, um, Firestone does an excellent job of customer service, so I learned all about how to problem solve, how to make customers happy, how to treat them at a very high level, um, opposed to what I consider the Jiffy Lubes of the world, which try to get every last dollar out of the customer. I can say, just from being on the inside, Firestone has a very good reputation and they really are customer friendly. Um, and then on the business classes, I was learning the accounting and the uh, economics and all the different things that go into um, knowing business as a whole. And so I was a broke college kid making my way through um, working some side jobs at Firestone and working full time during the summer. And I had the idea to start buying and reselling college textbooks. And I saw the bookstore was ripping people off. You would buy $200 textbooks at the beginning of the semester, go to sell them at the end of the semester and get pennies on the dollar. So I wanted to cut them off. And I ended up starting this pretty large textbook business out of my college dorm room. I remember just having lines out the door just because I was paying <laughs> – double what the bookstore was, which right. really wasn't even that much money, yeah. um, and then reselling it, holding out of the books and reselling it the next semester. And so that naturally led me to Amazon.com. First of all, I got sick of just carrying around textbooks because um, <laughs> you can imagine how tiresome that is. Yeah. But also Amazon was the bookstore at the time. People think of Amazon now as a big marketplace, but back then they were doing books and just getting into other things. So. I got addicted to selling on Amazon and instead of selling the books to different bookstores or online bookstores, I started selling to Amazon and I got pretty good at it and I noticed that Amazon had other products like toys and random stuff um, and I did a lot of trial and error and I started buying from different um, deal sites, different retailers like Target and Walmart, um, buying products and reselling it on Amazon and I remember this one day I just came up with this genius idea because I – I didn't want to hold on to products. I didn't have a place for it. I didn't have a warehouse. I, I, I was 20. I also didn't have this huge cash flow to buy inventory up front. So my solution to this was to find different vendors, different retailers, different distributors, whatever it is, um, and develop dropship relationships. So mm -hmm. I actually didn't know. I didn't know it was called dropshipping until three years later. I thought I invented it, <laughs> but <laughs> the idea was simple. I would sell something that I didn't actually have that someone else did. And then I would order it from that place and get that shipped to the customer or the business or wherever it was going. And then I would just make the difference in whatever I charged to whatever I paid. And before I knew it, I, that had blown up. I was running a multi-million dollar business out of my college dorm room. Um, I was hiring friends. Um, one, uh, one day when I was in class, I got this random um, Facebook message from this, guy, this kid that just wanted a job. Um, and I gave him a shot. And eight years later, he's been my business partner on both companies. So nice. I got I got extremely fortunate that I was that one of my first hires ended up being my best. Um, and, and I'll kind of break from that and, and let you chime in here. But that's kind of my trip from being uh, the son of two teachers all the way up to starting my first business. Yeah, yeah, that's a great overview. I really appreciate that. So what's some things that – what's some of the things that you were doing back then that you're still doing now? And I guess what I'm trying to say, Nathan, if someone came up to you right now, Nathan, and said to you, okay – 
Um, I love what you're doing on Amazon selling because that, that is, by the way, when family and friends come to me, Nathan, and they say, hey, John, you, you've had a full-time online business since 2008. I want to start an on, a business online as well because I want the flexibility and you know everything that comes with that. Uh, what do you recommend? And what I've been telling most people, and I sort of I sort of ask them, well, what do you know so far? What have you tried? What would you be interested in? But a lot of people, I tend to push them towards Amazon and selling physical products on Amazon.com because it is an amazing opportunity uh, for lots of different reasons. So, but for you, Nathan, when someone comes to you and they see everything you've done, like a family member, a friend. And they say, "Hey, I want to do something like you're doing. I want to. I want to have an online business. I want to make money online. Um, what do you recommend today that they do? And is it different from what you did when you first started out? It's definitely different. Back when I was started selling on Amazon, it was me and a few other people competing on listings. Whereas now, you're, some some of my listings that I sell on, I'm competing against hundreds of people, and I'm lucky that I have." eight years of feedback because I get pushed to the top. Um, mm, yeah. in, in terms of what would I give her, what advice do I give people? Um, first of all, do you actually want to be an entrepreneur? A lot of people want the benefits of being an entrepreneur without going through the hard work and the dedication that it takes. So, I remember I did this shark tank type thing when I was in college and, and I would ask every single person like, okay, so so when are you putting in like the 50 to 60 hours a week to work on your business? And all of them were like, oh no, I'll do it as like a side job or like when I get out of college, like I, I think I'm just going to go get a real job. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think we can invest in this company because a lot of people don't have that commitment. Mm-hmm. But assuming you do, and, and I talk to clients every day that do have that commitment, you really have to be able to do trial and error and, and not necessarily take the classes that everyone else is doing because learning how other people make money isn't always the best way to make money yourself. A lot of people sell courses and they teach how to do what they're doing in bulk and then it becomes less unique and once everyone starts doing it, it becomes harder and harder. What I want people to do is find out what you're passionate about, find out what you're good at, do research, do trial and error, and find different ways to diversify and build revenue streams, and then go into business. So make sure you have that background and you have some kind of idea, and be willing to tweak, change, and adjust and problem solve on the way to getting what you want. Because what I thought, even my second company, Free Up, the idea that I started with isn't the idea, isn't what the company is right now. So you have to be willing to change and adjust. Yeah, that's great advice. Tell us a bit about free up. So it's interesting what you just said there, Nathan. That when you start, when did you, when exactly did you start at freeup.com? Yes, I started free up about two years ago. Um, I Mm. met picking up where the story left off. I mentioned that Connor was one of my best hires, and I went through college hiring a bunch of college kids. Had good experience, bad experience. It was kind of crazy running a business out of my college dorm room. I have a lot of stories (laughs) that I I can't really share. (laughs) Um, but after I graduated, we moved to Orlando, Florida and we opened up an office, which was actually one of my biggest mistakes. Um, have it just adding overhead for no reason, hiring employees for no reason. Um, but I quickly noticed that these people that I was paying 40, 50, 60, $70,000 a year for, it wasn't efficient. I wasn't getting, they were working 40, 50 hours a week, but half their time was spent on very lower level tasks. 
Right. So a buddy of mine that was on my softball team recommended Upwork.com, which was called Odesk at the time, but it's Upwork now. And it really changed the whole way I looked at business. I, I hired people international. I hired remote workers um, to assist my full-time employees. So my full-time employees could focus on high-level stuff and my assistants could focus on their data entry work or whatever it was that was lower level. Yep. And I became determined to build this army of remote workers, and I had a lot of success doing it. And I ended up shutting down the office, making the entire company back to remote. Um, but instead of having college kids, I had really talented workers from around the world. And that gave me the idea to help other businesses do the same thing. Because between that time that I learned about Upwork and the time that I had a really good, efficient team, there were a lot of lessons that I learned, a lot of good hires and really, really bad hires. Um, and so I wanted free up to be a better way to hire because if you're a business owner, you can go on these job boards like Upwork or Monster.com or Freelancer.com. There's a ton out there and they're all the same. You post a job, you get a lot of applicants, you interview them one by one and at the end of the day, you never really know what you're going to get. If you make a bad hire, it can hurt your company or waste your time um, or cost you a lot of money and if you make a good hire and then they quit a week later, six months later, whatever it is, you're right back where you started interviewing all these people and I really realized that I was just spending so much time on HR and even and so much money wasted on turnover. So with free up we do it differently. The the idea is we get hundreds of applicants every week. Um, people want to be in our network and we filter them. We have a great interview process based on my past 8 years of hiring. Mm -hmm. We have 15 yeah. pages 15 pages of communication guidelines that our workers have to memorize and get tested on because we know how important communication is, especially when you're dealing with remote workers. And then we make these workers available to our clients, the top 1% that get in, on a first come first serve basis. So the clients love it because whenever they need a worker, they can fill out a simple form, takes 30 seconds. We introduce them within hours or minutes because we have these workers ready to go. They know they're pre-vetted. They know they have strong communication and we can talk about communication later and how important it is. Um, and the cool thing about us is not only are we fast and we're hands-on to make sure you have a good experience, we're insurance against turnover because turnover is every client's worst night nightmare. If our worker ever quits and we have a very low turnover rate, but it is real life, it could happen, we cover all retraining costs, we get you a new worker right away, and we make sure you never take a step backwards for HR reasons. So we save you time on the front end, and we protect you on the back end. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, because everything you've said so far, Nathan, is so true. The availability today to outsource is amazing. You can pick up great talent for a fraction of the cost of hiring locally, but there is that whole, the, the scary part of doing that, though, is all those reasons that you mentioned it's having to put a job out there like if you go to the traditional places like the website you mentioned or one that i've used a lot is onlinejobs.ph as well there's another one if you go there and you post a job there is a lot of applicants and you you know you've got to interview them and you even then you're really not sure especially if you're doing this for the first time so can you give us some of the insights that you've learned nathan over the last eight years for, for hiring i mean you mentioned you could talk a bit more about communication tell us a bit about that yeah, so one thing to keep in mind is we're not an outsourcing company. We're, we do have workers from 5 to $50 an hour. We're about 40% Philippines, 40% US, and 20% scattered around the world. Um, and yes, there are definitely cost benefits of hiring remote workers. Um, a lot of it has to do with you're not, you're not really having to pay for their gas or um, you, get, you almost get a discount because they're comfortable and they're in their own home or they're international and the – 
um, the cost of living is just so low. But there's also a whole other aspect of it that you're getting access to so much talent that you would never get access to. If I'm only hiring in, in Orlando, Florida, I'm limited to the talent that's in Orlando, Florida. You also have minimum wage and all that stuff, but I'm also competing against the other businesses around me for that talent, which drives the price up. So going remote and being able to hire workers from all over the US or all over the world um, just increases the amount of talent that you have access to. With that said, there is communication um, gaps a lot of the time, and I found how important communication is. I mean, even if you have a worker sitting right next to you, if they don't communicate with you at a high level, if they're constantly showing up late or you don't know what projects they're working on, and, and even if and when you hire a remote, I don't care how skilled that person is, if they can't communicate, it's not going to work out, and it becomes even more even more important to communicate when they're not right next to you. So, with us. We have those 15 pages of communication guidelines that we take really seriously. If workers don't communicate, if we have to chase them down, if they don't respond to our clients in a reasonable amount of time, if they don't give updates and reports, and I can go on and on about our policies, um, they get kicked out of the network and they don't want that to happen. So we're, we're really focused on communication and attitude as much as we're focused on the skill set that they have. Yeah. I know when I've hired in the past, Nathan, uh, again, I mentioned I use online jobs.ph. So when the first time I was hiring someone and I had a full-time position, so I was, I was doing everything by myself for years and I got to the point where I just couldn't do it anymore. Like I was building sites for clients and the not only was some of it extremely repetitive, so I was getting quite boring because I was doing the same things over and over again, but I just couldn't keep up with the workload. So with doing everything uh, from customer service to the technical work and traffic generation, all that kind of stuff, book work, everything. So I finally bit the bullet and it's scary the first time you hire someone. It was for me anyway. I don't know about other people, but it's scary for lots of different reasons. You know, finding, am I going to find the right person? Uh, Also letting go, letting go of, you know, the work that you've, this business that you've built up yourself and all all those kind of reasons. Anyway, so I I thought to myself, that's it. I've got to hire someone. So I went to onlinejobs.ph and what I did, what I did, Nathan, was I, uh, so I, knew, uh, I went through the people and looked at the resumes and I interviewed someone and they sounded pretty good. So I gave them a, for the first day on the job, I gave them a um, challenging task, not too challenging, I'm not, too, I'm not okay, overboard, but something that would really test their skills. And I said to them, hey, can you report back at the end of the day and, and let me know how you went with this task? And what I found, it was just so varied I went through six people uh, within the first two weeks. Let's put it that way. I went through six different staff members um, until the seventh one that came along was actually someone that actually was able to follow the instructions of building these sites and they did a good job and they communicated well and I sort of kept them on. But what, what I did with those first six, again, I gave them a challenging task. If they if they didn't communicate well, if they didn't do well with the task, especially based on the skills that they said they had, I sort of paid them for that day's work. And I said, look, thank you very much, but it's not working out. And I went to the next one. So that's how I sort of handled it. But I know a lot, I've, I've helped a lot of people when it comes to hiring, especially overseas, especially the Philippines. And um, a lot of business people really struggle when it comes to outsourcing. Um, so it's great. I mean, with freeup.com, I'm sure... I've, I've read the testimonials anyway on the website, and I know that the people that use the service that you provide, they're very happy with it. 
Thank you. And, and yeah, I mean, one thing that you kind of touched on it is just think about how much time you spent. And a lot of people either they're looking for someone cheap or they're looking for someone perfect or whatever it is, but you're, you're not valuing your time at a high level. If your billable hour is 100, 200, whatever it is, you're the business owner, you need to be focused on sales and marketing and expanding your company. And if you're focused on HR and going through applicants and interviews and tests and turnover, it just takes up a lot of time. So if you have a way to get access to those top one percent at least this was my mentality um, building the company you can value your time at extremely high level and focus on what you should be focusing on yeah and you mentioned Nathan that free up has changed a lot so it started two years ago what changes how, how has it developed over the last two years Sure. So I thought at first I started off almost teaching like Amazon classes and then teaching new sellers how to hire for the first time after they grow their Amazon business. Um, and I did think it was going to be more of an outsourcing company because I didn't know what the demand was for U.S. remote workers. And it's totally changed. I mean, yes, we have plenty of Amazon services, but we have lots of clients who sell on Shopify and eBay, and then we have lots of clients who have nothing to do with e-commerce at all, real estate agents, doctors, what, whatever it is. So it, right now, we're, we started off more as like a class, and then we kind of migrated to an Amazon agency, and now we're a marketplace of freelancers um, of both U.S. and non-U.S., of lots of different skill sets, whether it's click funnels or social media or graphic design or content, customer service. So that's really how we've changed um, in the two years. And now we're very well aware of what we are. I mean, we're not the Walmart of workers. We don't have workers for a dollar an hour. Um, and we don't hire new freelancers. We're very much the network of experience, the top 1% freelancers with a wide variety of skill sets. And I'm, I'm assuming it's going to vary greatly to how much it's going to cost to... And look, how does it work? Like, Nathan, if I'm, I'm a business owner, okay, and let's say... Well, let's not even stick to e-commerce or online business. Let's say I'm a like a dentist. You mentioned dentist before. Say I'm a dentist. What's the process like? I, I I'm I want someone to so a dentist that for example that will come to freeup.com. Is it a, like are they going through uh, doing their social media for them? Are they doing their email customer online customer support? What what kind of services would they be using uh, free up uh, staff for? And what's the process of getting started and using freeup.com? Sure. So right on the site, um, you can sign up. You can also book a meeting with me right on the website. Um, I mean, I have some clients that are like, hey, I want your advice. Like, well, what do you think I can do? And, and I'll give them options. I have other clients that are like, I know what I want. Give me this. And either one's fine. Um, let's just say that the dentist wants someone to run their social media. So they sign up on the site. It's free to sign up. There's no monthly fee. Once you're a client, you get access to any worker you want when you want it. Um, we're not Upwork. We're not freelancer.com. You're not ever going through resumes. You submit a worker request that tell it asks you a few questions so we know exactly what you want how many hours a week, what the skill set is, what price range, whatever it is, and we introduce you to that worker within a few hours. Um, so let's say you want someone to run your social media page. To manage a social media page non-US, around six to eight bucks an hour. So you submit a request, within a few hours we go, hey, here's Bob, his rate is 650 an hour. Um, please set up a 10 to 15 minute meeting with him if you want to. We have a lot of clients who come to us because they don't want to interview anyone or they've used us before and they know what they're gonna get and they just hire the people right away, it's up to you. But mm. we're a very, we're a fast hire company, we don't allow for long interviews with our workers. Um, so you can interview them for 10 to 15 minutes, you click a button if you wanna hire them, 
if you don't and we get it right 90 plus percent of the time but if we don't you click a button saying no and we'll send you someone else um, and once you hire them they're yours you communicate directly with them they work with you and we're there if there's any issues if you need another worker um, or if you have any questions or if we can give you any advice and we're also there to support you we have an online hiring mastermind we have our blog where we're constantly pushing out um, ideas and tips and advice on how to manage remote workers and how to have success. Um, and we're there to help you along the way. So that's really the free up process. It's fast to sign up. It's fast to request a worker. We fill requests quickly um, and you get started right away. You get to eliminate the entire hiring time. Now, um, what's, what I found was interesting was that so if a business comes to you, let's say there's a dentist and want someone to manage their social media presence, free up doesn't sort of have a bank of social media experts that do the work. They're hiring a specific individual, meaning and the, the benefit of that, I guess, is they get to know the business rather than having, a, again, a whole array of staff that sort of may be working on it today, may be working with a different business the next day. So that's definitely a benefit. Tell me, so the, the, the dentist, for example, would pay free up and free up then pays the staff or the freelancers. Is that correct? Is that how it works? Correct. All yep. payments through us, our billing periods are Wednesday to Tuesday. You keep a bank account where you get a discount or a credit card on file. Every Thursday, we bill you. You have access to your free up account. You can see how many hours they're billing every day. The workers punch in, punch out. It does the math for you. It's pretty easy to use. Um, and it, it's really that simple. You're under no commitment. You can fire our workers at any time. You can replace them at any time. Um, it's in our best interest to get you workers that you like and that you want to move forward to or move forward with. And I mean, we're there to protect you. If you don't like your worker within the first three hours, you can fire them. We're not going to bill you. Um, we're, we have that turnover protection. So if they quit, um, we replace them and cover all your training costs. And we're really there to make sure that you have a good experience with our workers. And so what's amazing too, Nathan, is for the employer that is hiring the staff that you present to them at freeup.com, there's no setup costs, like there's no hiring costs or anything. Is that correct or not? Correct. If we tell you someone's $10 an hour, you're paying $10 an hour. That's it. And you hire them by clicking a button. It's that simple. Wow, that's awesome. Now, what, Nave, what about the other side of the coin? What, let's say those that are thinking, hey, I'd like to be available as a worker on freeup.com. So what, those, anyone that's listening, uh, what do they need to know? Yeah, I mean, like I mentioned, we get a lot of applicants. We love applicants. We want people to apply. Um, I mentioned we're not a market for new freelancers. So if you've never done freelancing before, you please get experience before applying. But you can apply right on the website you can, or you can email hrfreeup.com. Um, we have an HR team that it's their job to find talent and go put them through the inter interview process every single day. So I encourage you to apply. Just please, <laughs> I, I try to stay away from the application process. One, because I deal mostly on the client side and two because I try to not be biased and I let my HR team that is highly trained do their job at a high level um, but mm -hmm. you can apply right on the website yeah and that's great to know because it's just it's awesome what we can do these days there's services like freeup.com where people can actually start making income from home and especially what again like you're saying with freeup.com for those you're looking for those that have experience um, that, that want to make the income oh well, that's great look Nathan I really appreciate you sharing with us uh, what you're doing there at freeup.com, but not not only that, but also what you've done to to get to where you are today. And there's some really valuable lessons there. Nathan, any final thoughts before we end today's podcast? 
Yeah, I mean, if you run a business and you're unsure about hiring, just book a time on my calendar right on the website. I'd love to talk to you about your business. I have, I've been doing this a long time. I know a lot about hiring and, and growing and expanding companies. Um, so I'd love to talk. And maybe my feedback and advice is good. Maybe you just take a small part of it. Um, but there's no obligation for that. Also, if you sign up on the site, make sure you mention um, John's name to get $1 off your first worker. Um, and check out our blog for other content that can really help your business. That's fantastic. Thanks again so much, Nathan, for being with us today on the podcast. And I want to thank everyone for being here as well and listening today. Thanks for having me, John. Hey, John Legadakis here. If you got something out of today's podcast episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast as each week I'm doing more of these valuable interviews. Also, share it with your friends. Now, if you want to get in contact with me, you can do so anytime through my website, johnlegadakis.com. There's also a lot of great free resources there to help you to get more traffic and leads for your business. This is John Legadakis signing off. I'll see you all next time.